What is up, you guys? Welcome back to my channel and welcome back to the podcast, those of you guys that are listening. So this will be a sit-down margarita o'clock, and we're gonna hang out and talk about things. So a couple of you guys have requested this, that whenever I go on like my tangents and my rants on my regular videos, you guys are like, you should do more of that. And I've talked about goals before. I've talked about goal setting. I think I did a plan with me and that's where a lot of it came from. And I always read all of my comments. I always respond to all of my DMs. And that was one of the biggest things that I heard was like, why don't you do more of that? And you're not wrong because that's what I do for a living. It's just, that's like coach Angie, like business Angie. And then I have like YouTube Angie. And I just never thought that, I guess it's two different personalities really. Like whenever I talk to my team, it's like motivation, goal setting, like how do we make this happen? How do we change your life? And I feel like whenever I show a side of that on my channel, you guys are like, well, can we have more? So yeah, sure, we can talk about it. I just felt like the makeup and everything was fun too, but let's let's get into it. Let's talk about motivation. I feel like this is something that I struggled with for a really long time. Like how do I get motivated? How do I find that thing that, that I'm not only gonna love, but that could potentially become a business that could be huge. Like, how do I do that? And before I jump into any of this, like I have a bunch of tips, but they're not necessarily tips like you've heard a million times. They're, they're tangible things that I do that I've done in my day-to-day -day life to like get unstuck and to get motivated. But like, this is coming from a place of me being at ground zero, like negative 100 in my life. Like there were days where I didn't have a job I had graduated with a degree in architecture, couldn't find a job to save my life, didn't really want to find a job either because I didn't really want to work for someone else. And n more so as a creative person, like I didn't want to be like pushing papers, if that makes sense. Like that's, that's like jail for a creative person. So I knew that that's what I would kind of be headed towards. So I feel like I almost self-sabotaged, like I couldn't find a job, but I think that that was part of it. And I was trying to build a business and my husband and I, Andre, we were in a fashion business and we still technically have it. Like nothing happened to it. We just, yeah, it's like a side that some people don't know. Our, our older friends, they know about it and the people that have been around a long time know about it. But we had a fashion business. I did the parties. I did the, the air kisses. I did the runway shows. Like I, I did and I lived that life. You couldn't get me to go back for all the tea in China though. Like I loved it and it was an amazing experience and it taught us a lot about business, like a lot and a lot about investing in your business and how, you know, if you don't make any money in the first three years, like that's normal and about hustle and about getting up early and staying up late and all of the things. But I didn't feel satiated in that business at all. Like the thing that I loved most about it was watching women try on the clothes and feel confident, but it wasn't enough. Like it was just clothes. It wasn't, it wasn't more than that, which is why I love YouTube, which is also why I love what I do with fitness and with health and helping women transform their lives, men too. And the fitness side of it, but also the business side of it, because the business side of it is really where the confidence come from, comes from, I find more so than just the fitness. Like the fitness is the beginning, but when they can get healthy and fit and then start making money and start, you know, buying dream homes and whatever, like just living a life of freedom. And I know that I might've helped mentor them to do that. That's the, that is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. And I knew that I always wanted to do something like that. It was just a matter of figuring it out. So I went through a phase in my life where I was jobless. I had no money. I couldn't pay my, my visa bills. Um, one particular day, 
Andre called me, I was at home in our condo. We had just gotten married. So he's probably thinking like, great, this is my wife. <laughs> and I had fallen asleep to daytime TV. I was watching you guys. I woke up to the chew. Do you even, you shouldn't know what that is. If you know what that is, you shouldn't. And I just remember thinking like, what am I doing with my life? Like why I am falling asleep on the couch to daytime TV. Like what is, what, what am I doing? Like I'm not this person and my life was meant for so much more than this. And then I pick up the phone. That's how I woke up. I pick up the phone and it just made it so much worse. Like as I, I just remember as I was picking up the phone, I was like, I'm so embarrassed right now. Like I was literally asleep. And then he goes, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing, which is not better. Nothing, like literally nothing. And he said, just so you know, um, your visa, you don't have, like he said something like you're in the red. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And he was like, you don't have enough money in your bank account to pay for your visa bill. I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I was guilty, but more so like I had this feeling of just zero and ne now negative contribution to our family. Like I, not only was I not making in money at this point, I was putting us in the red, like he said. So that became a big word for me. It was like, how can I contribute? How can I do something for us, for like our family? And it was really hard for a long time because I almost let that become like the downward spiral. And when you're not motivated and you don't know what you want to do, it's like you really can go into that downward spiral where you're just happier to sleep. Like, and I hate, I hate even saying that or admitting that, but if that hits home with you, like that's where I was, where you're just happier when you're sleeping. And that's, you know, you can call it whatever you want, but thankfully, and I'll just give you a little dose of like friend love here. When you start labeling things like, I'm depressed or I'm, you know, when you start labeling things for yourself, not by a doctor, you act that way. So for whatever reason, thank God I didn't label myself. I was like, you know what? I'm not. And we're going to figure this out. And I did the same thing whenever I had feelings of anxiety, I wasn't going to start going into, well, I have anxiety and therefore I need to be on meds and therefore I need, and I need, and I like, it was like, no, like we're going to figure this out. And if I label myself as such, then I will act as such. And that goes both ways. So if you label yourself as someone that is successful and motivated, you will act as such. So I don't know where it came from, but the sole act of, and listen, I didn't, I didn't, I don't want you to think I came out of the woodwork being like, yeah, I'm motivated and I'm successful. No, I came out being like, I am not a depressed person. We are not sleeping all day and you're going to contribute. And that little tiny word, that contribute word was like everything. So I just thought like, how can I do that? Like, how can I contribute to our family? So I said, do you want to go to Disney World this year? And he goes, yeah, no, like, I don't know how we're going to do that. There's no way we can afford it. And in my mind, I feel like that could have been like a downwards moment, but I just thought like, okay, cool, game on. That's how I'm going to contribute. Because if I can bring us like the moments and the things that aren't really tangible things, like yes, money can afford the trip, but it's not the trip that I'm looking for. It's like, a moment in time that is a memory for us. And it's something that he's not necessarily going to bring to the table. So it's maybe something that I can. And so that's what I went after. I just focused on that, that word contributing. And I wanted to feel, this was another word. I wanted to feel a sense of purpose. Like I didn't want to feel like I was floating. So I just hung on to that. And it, it might be something as simple as that for you. Like you might want to be able to, it could be anything. You might want to be able to dance and like feel great about yourself when you do that or wear a bathing suit and feel great in that sense or 
make enough money to be able to send your kids to the school that they want to go to like whatever that is like but there's a word there and sometimes it takes a tough day where you just want to like cry and crawl into a hole and die but that word can come to you in those darkest moments so if you're in like a dark time or like a really crummy time hopefully this can help you but I just, I'm more sharing this and I know that that kind of took like a long time to explain, but I'm not sharing this from a place of, I have it all figured out and I've always been perfect. No, I'm coming from a place of like, I have been down in the dumps, like borderline, like in a depression probably was to figuring things out. And like to that person that like made zero to negative money to being now a seven figure plus earner, like how do you do that? And from home and like with freedom and on your own dime and like not being weird about it. Like I just, I think that there's something to be said about all that. So if I can help you guys and motivate you guys in any way, shape or form, then I'm a happy camper. So I basically compiled my top five tips as to how I get motivated and how I got myself out of that slump or out of that mud or whatever you want to call it. And the first thing that I had to realize, and I don't know when I realized this, but hopefully this is coming to you sooner than it did for me. Um, I used to like wait. I used to always say like, how am I going to get motivated? Like how? I need to find motivation. Girl is not going to slap you in your face. And I'm going to tell you that because I sat there and I waited and I waited and I waited for motivation to like find me or for me to find motivation. It's not going to happen. And the best thing that I can tell you to have that motivation become a thing is you've got to put the horse before the carriage. The motivation is not the horse. Momentum is. So nothing drives me more crazy though when people like come up with these weird analogies and they're like, oh, you've got to put the momentum before the motivation. I'm like, cool. Then how do I find momentum, mofo? Like that's so I've got you. Okay. I'm not one of those people that's going to spit out a bunch of philosophical mumble jumble. I'm having chips. Mm. I feel like I should do ASMR. I love ASMR. Okay. So when I realized that motivation wasn't just going to come find me and I had to find it, that's when I really understood like the horse comes before the carriage. The horse is the momentum. The carriage is the motivation. So how do I get momentum? Do one thing, one little, little thing. Let's say that you have a goal of writing a blog. You, you don't even have the website yet. You just, you're like, I want to be a fashion blogger. Cool. Today you will buy the domain name for that blog. That's it. That's it. You're going to do one thing. Do you know how good that's going to feel though? And how freaking much momentum you're going to have built and how mother freaking motivated you are going to be to wake up tomorrow morning and to get working on the next part of your blog. That is motivation. Like that is how you find it. But you've got to do one little thing to get the, the little wheels turning and then you'll be motivated. It's just how it goes. And what happens is whenever you see a really successful person, you're like, how the heck are they juggling everything? Like, how do they find the motivation to be able to wake up at 450 in the morning to build a YouTube channel, to have a full other actual business on the side. Like my business is not YouTube. My business is my coaching business. So I'm still running that while I'm doing what more than a full-time YouTuber would be doing. How do I not lose the motivation? And that's the question that you guys were asking is like, where do you find the motivation to do this? 
the thing is, is that I've done so many of those, okay, I'm going to do one thing that I have so many one things going that I have so much accountability and so many people relying on me that I show up. I show up for myself. I show up for what it gives me. I know the end result. So that's motivating. Like there's so many different cogs in the wheel that once that machine starts going, you no longer sit there being like, oh, how do I get motivated? Like you, you just, you have it in you. So I don't want to say that it's a quick, a quick fix, but it is harder in the beginning. And in time, it becomes easier and easier to become motivated. It's kind of like when you've gone more than 30 days straight of working out. That 30th day is no longer like insanely difficult to get out of bed. It gets easier and easier and easier. So just know like this is the hard part. But if you can get through this, then you're usually golden. Don't get me wrong. I have hard days where I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to get out of bed today. Like I get, I'm still human, but it becomes that much easier to push through. All right. The second part of this is your surroundings. And there's a couple things that I mean by that. Like I'm not saying to go buy yourself an office or to go get a gym membership or to build yourself a whole home gym in your basement. Like I'm talking about whatever your goal is. If you're struggling with getting motivated to get fit or you're struggling to put time into your business, because those are the two things that I know most about. So that's what I'm going to talk about. But you don't you don't need like the perfect surrounding. You don't need to have a huge home office. You don't need to have a huge home gym. Like my first gym was in my living room. My coffee table was on wheels, so I would push it under our dining room table. And we had like the tiniest little living room. And that's where I did my workouts. And I stuck with it. And I remember thinking like, if I got my workout done today, it was a good day. And that was the one, that was like my one thing, right? Like if I did that, I was good, I was golden. And I saw that it trickled into everything else and I was starting to notice the results it was giving me. So if I was just having a better day, like I was starting to take into account of the good things that were coming from me doing that one hard thing that I was really trying to be consistent with to get motivated to do, right? So yes, I started to look better, but I was also happier, healthier. And I started to do more things in business because I just had more energy. And same thing with business. Like you don't need to have this huge home office that's like beautiful and this big like, you know, this, like what I have right now, this was like a dream to have like a YouTube room. That was a dream to have a home office was a dream. My first office was an Ikea desk and a chair. But that's what I want to tell you. Like if you have a business that you're trying to get up off the ground, you've got to stop working from your bed. You've got to stop working from your couch. I'm serious. Like when you treat it like a hobby, it's going to pay you like a hobby. And I used to do that. Like I would work from my bed nine times out of 10, I would fall asleep. Like seriously though, you're ki- and half of it is you're kidding yourself. Like if, if you want your business to actually take off, you have to treat yourself like a CEO. So invest in a $40 little table where that, when you are there, you put your phone on airplane mode and you freaking get to work. Like that is your power zone. So when, when I started doing this, like I went to Ikea, I got myself and I was so excited too. Like I didn't have the money at all. Like I barely had any money, but I was like, my investment is going to be my desk and my chair. And one thing that I did is I would put either a timer on my phone or you can get like a little, I still use this to this day. It's like a little timer. So when I'm working, I'm working. Like I'm not scrolling the newsfeed. Fun fact, when I'm working, I very rarely watch other people's stories. Like when someone asks me, did you see my stories? I'm like, no, like I just, 
I don't, it's crazy what happens when you are so focused on your goals and your dreams, how little time you have for fluff and BS and sadness and overwhelm and just crappy things because you are so laser focused and working on your own shit, which that is like the greatest thing. Like this month I was saying to Andre, I was like, I have never been so laser focused on what I'm doing because I just don't have the time for fluff, which is a great feeling, like a great feeling. So assess like how how are you multitasking too much how are you distracted maybe like what are like what does your surrounding look like the other thing that i was going to say about surroundings is not just how you're setting yourself up for work and how seriously you're taking that time where you're working or when you're working out but it's you know blocking out the noise and this is a big one where you surround yourself with not just in terms of like physical like desk or or gym like home gym and like a little space for you to work out or to work but what's getting in between your ears like what are you allowing into your mind and by that i mean the crap that you listen to the crap that you watch and the crappy people that you're hanging out with and i love you too much to let you hang out with crappy freaking people so if you were to assess right now like if you think about who, who do you hang out with the most? And that can include like music, TV, podcasts, radio, whatever. It can include all of that. And, and your circle of friends, of course, your family, your friends, all of that. And yes, I do mean family as well. So when you are around these people and when you let certain people in, how do you feel? Like when you hang, when, when you hang out with certain people, like I can think of certain people when I leave the room from hanging out with them or I go home from hanging out with them, I feel like I can conquer the world. Like I'm like, they just built me up and I feel so great. We talked about amazing things. We talked about dreams and goals and aspirations and there's other people and we all have them that you just feel freaking drained. You feel like mentally raped. Like you just, you're just like, oh my God, like what did, what kind of circus did I just go through? And you could be doing this with either the people that you surround yourself with, like your friends and your family, but you can also be doing it with what you're listening to, with what you're watching. And listen, we all watch reality TV, I get it, but it affects us, like it really does. All of that stuff affects you. It affects the, the amount of time that you're putting into your dreams and goals, but it affects the way that you talk to other people, the way that you talk to yourself, the way that you're thinking about certain things and your priorities in life and your values. You really, you are, you know how they, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but you're the sum of the five people that you hang out with most. So I started assessing that like early on, who are the five people that I hang out with most? And I just thought to myself, like, we're gonna have to trim some fat. And it's not being mean, it's your freaking life. Like if you have friends that there is a higher priority on going out for beers than building your dreams and your goals, then there's a problem. And the day that I realized this, I was reading a book and this girl was like, oh, me and my best friend, we sat on my bed and we did our dream boards. I thought to myself, Oh my God, I don't even have a friend that would build a dream board with me, nor do I have a friend that even knows what a dream board is. And I wasn't mad. I was more so frustrated at the fact that I had never realized this and that I never took the time to basically look for a better quality of friend. And so that's what I mean by surroundings. Like it's not just your desk and like treating it like a serious situation, but giving your self-worth that, that time and that energy of actually looking and assessing who you are hanging around with and what you are letting into your mind because that's a big deal. Um, it was Tony Robbins that said like, you need to stand guard at the fortress of your mind. And at first when I heard that, I was like, what? But it's so true. I can give you like the perfect example and it's the most random example, but you might relate to it. 
for the longest time, Andre and I were like binging different shows. Well, like we would just be working or talking or whatever. And we would almost have the TV on as like a radio or like music. And it just so happened that he was okay, bless his heart, with me binging the entire series of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Now, listen, great show, hilarious, lots of drama. Do you think that that would, like the impact that that had on, and I'm being super real right now, I'm letting you a little bit into our lives. The way that we talked to each other was disgusting because that's what we allowed into our lives because you know how they talked to each other on that show? Guess how we started talking to each other because it was our new normal. When you set certain precedents and certain tones in your life that become acceptable, it, that's just your new reality. So if you allow some garbage reality TV into your life, that's gonna become your reality. But what reality are you letting into your life that's like real to touch, like your friends and your family that you're just like drained by the end of it and they don't build you up and they talk about all of the negativity in their realm of their dark cloud that they live under and you kind of take that onto yourself. So think about that, like really assess and maybe do a cleanup of not only your workspace and your workout space, but your friend circle and family, listen, family you're stuck with, but you can limit what you let in. Cool? I feel like this kind of flows in perfectly. So the third thing was it very much has to do with like what you're letting in. And it's your schedule. It's like your daily schedule. And I did this, you guys, and I cried when I did this exercise. So that's why I'm sharing it with you. I th I'm pretty sure I did this at a seminar that I went to. And I want you to know a lot of things that I'm sharing right now are thousands of dollars of seminars and webinars and books and different trainings that I've done and been a part of that I've attended that I have basically like jumbled up and I'm giving it to you. And yeah, it's free, but I want you to be able to take it for what it's worth. Like it's thousands of dollars of information. So if I'm telling you that this thing changed my life, maybe try it. So I did this pie chart type. I don't know what else to call it. It's like a pie chart, but it basically looks like a 24 hour clock. So I, I drew this circle and I started with like 12 o'clock. You can do like noon to midnight. And I had the, it's, it's your full day. It's your full 24 hours. Okay. So I started drawing out just like little pieces of the pie chart of from this time to this time I was sleeping from this time to this time I was getting up from this time to this time I was working. It still makes me emotional from this time from this time I was working. Do you know how much time there was? Not just, there was two things that I literally was like, what the hell am I doing with my life? There was so much time that I was sleeping my life away. And that's not even the most upsetting part. That was upsetting. I, I literally looked at the pie chart. I'm like, I am sleeping my frigging life away. No wonder I can't get anything done. The part that made me just completely lose my mind. There was so much time and it was scary how much of that clock was unaccounted time. I could not for the life of me tell you what the hell I was doing during those hours. I had no idea. There was just, there was like blank spaces in the circle. I just, I had no idea. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I do. And I tried to do it like day after day. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing in those hours. And you know what it was? Scrolling Facebook, watching TV. Like even then I had like TV time, but like it's like scrolling and doing mindless junk and like not knowing where your time is going. That is a crappy feeling. Like not being in control of your own schedule is an incredibly crappy feeling because you're not the one running your life. It's notifications and it's the dings and the, the things going on on Instagram and someone else's vacation that you wanted to check out and the vortex of YouTube. Like 
it's all of those things and none of it is growing you. Like not any of it is growing you or making you happy. I heard this thing this week that I was like, yes, if it does not raise your internal vibration of frigging happiness or your bank statements, then you can say, you can say no, thank you. You can say no. And I love that. If it's not raising your bank balance and how much money you're making and more importantly, how happy you are, then no, thank you. Just say no, thank you. That's it. So you know, I'm pretty sure that watching Sally such and such's vacation to the Turks and Caicos is not gonna change your life. So you're good on that. You don't need to watch that. You can work on your dreams. And that was something that early on I figured out was why would I work on someone else's dreams when I can work on my dreams? Why would I work to help someone else build their dream life, buy their dream house, drive in to work with their dream car when I could work on my own dreams. And the same thing kind of fell into like, once I started my own business to why would I watch someone else that's like, live like living their dream life and me sitting there and feeling bad about myself. Like why not let that inspire me? If they can do it, that means that it's in my realm of possibility. And I want you to know that if you're seeing someone do something and you're like, what a biatch, like, and you hate on them, you're, you're seeing it completely wrong. What if, that is in your now it is in your sphere of possibilities what if that is like within your reach now because it's being brought into you you somehow attract it into your life and you can somehow tangibly see it now so what if it is now that much more possible for you but you being jealous which is a terrible feeling no one likes it it's human though it's normal but you feeling that just pushes it further away because you're like no no so that's where it comes into play of having a really great surrounding of people where they don't rile up that jealousy in you in terms of them basically being like, oh my God, you see what she's wearing? Like you, those, yeah, those friends are not, that's not, that's no bueno. That's not good. Because all it does is help you in initiating that, like pushing away of your goals instead of being like, yo, this is in my realm of possibility. I can freaking do this. So looking at your schedule, looking at, how much in control you are of not only the people you're hanging around with, the way that you've set yourself up, your goals and like how you're getting motivated and all that, but where the heck your time is going. So every day, if you were to do that pie chart, maybe at the end of every week, like you take the average last seven days, but do it right now. Like seriously, if you were to grab a piece of paper and do a circle and start mapping out like, okay, so from 10 PM to 7 AM I slept and then you like color that in red. And then you're like, okay, then I got ready and then I drove to work and then I stopped for lunch. And then you're going to see like, and the more detailed you can be, you're going to see in there that there's like, where, where was that chunk of time? And what gets really interesting is when you try and do it by like 30 minute increments and then by 15 minute increments, because like you can't account for certain things and maybe you can, and maybe you're amazing. And maybe I was just a huge failure and I had no idea what the heck I was doing, but chances are there's probably a couple holes in your day that you could stand to fill with something that will help you and change your life in a better way. Okay. Yes. I'm still having my margarita. It smells so good in my room right now. Can you see my candle going back there with my Halloween vibes? Mm. And those of you that are listening on the podcast, you can probably hear it in the background. It's a woodwick candle. So if you can hear a small, like, I don't know if you can hear it. It'd be interesting if you can, but that's what that is. I love it. All right. So goals and you can, you can comment this down below, by the way, if it helps you for accountability, what are your top 10 goals right now? 
today. Like it can literally be anything. It can be, I want to go to the hairdresser without being stressed out about how much it's going to cost. Like that can be a goal. I want to help a hundred new clients this year. I want to build, I want to start a blog. I want to start a fashion blog. I want to start a YouTube channel. I want to get in the best shape of my life. Like what are your 10 goals? And can I just tell you, I'm not going to sit here and be like, make it a smart goal. Make sure that, have you ever heard of a smart goal? It's like, I don't even, it has, there has to be like a certain metric to, I don't see, I don't even know what this stands for because I personally think it's stupid and I'll, I'll explain why. Smart goals. Let's Google this BS. And so it's something I want to tell you, like when you hear anyone talk about goals or goal setting or how to get motivated, including me, take each thing with a grain of salt. You take what you need. It's like cherry picking. You take the ones you want and you run with it. You Not everything everybody says needs to be taken as gospel. Okay, so a SMART goal. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. This is why that's absolute hogwash. That's my nice way of saying it. Attainable. Yeah, if you would have asked Angie six years ago if living in Golden Oak in Disney was attainable, I would have had to scratch the goal off my list. So you can suck at SMART goals. That's why I think it's stupid. Um, and it doesn't have to be specific. Me saying at, in the beginning of wanting to change my life that I wanted to feel a sense of purpose and contribution, that in no way has any, what it, what was it? That in no way is measurable. That in no way is relevant or time-based or specific. It just, raised my internal vibration of wanting to do something. So that's why I think that smart goals are stupid. <laughs> Ask me how I really feel. Okay, I need my I need my actual notes back up now. You guys are getting like business Angie right now. Like this is how I talk to my team and you guys are gonna hear about that in a second. Okay, so your goals, your top 10 goals. So you basically every morning based off of the, the things that you want to achieve and the, the things that you're telling yourself and the way that your schedule is going and your business and whatever it is that was like your big goal. Like you probably have one big goal that you're like, I want to do this. It could be like, I want to get out of debt. I want to start a business. I want to start a blog. I want to sign up this many clients in my business. I want to go on like my dream vacation by this time next year. Like whatever that big goal is, you should have nine others. And here is something that I did and I actually did this and it changed the course of my life. Oh, I'm gonna, this is gonna be really cool. Okay, it'll, it'll come full circle. So for honestly, the first two and a half years of, of starting my business, and it still, it still happens today, but not every day. That's what I'm saying. For the first two and a half years of my business, every single day I did this, I didn't have a fancy planner. That's something I'm gonna tell you about scheduling. You don't need a fancy planner. You don't need all the tools. And if you're someone that you're like, oh, I just keep buying myself planners, but I don't use them. Yeah, it's cause you're not doing anything with it. So. Every day I just took out a pad of paper. It could have been a printer paper. It could have been a sticky. It could have been just a legal pad, which is what I tend to use a lot. And that's what Andre uses. Andre does this every single day. So what I did is I would write out my 10 goals and I would just, I would just write like how I was feeling that morning. So I would, I would start my list every single day with help as many people as possible today. And I want you to know that this goes for anything that you might have in your, in your, if, especially if you're starting a business right now, if you can just strive to help people, that's how YouTube started for me. You guys, I don't make a ton of money off of doing YouTube. I really don't like, it's not my main business, but you know why I like it so much. 
I feel like I can help people. Like this means the world to me. Like these types of videos, like I'm in my realm right now, but even if it's just, you know, I love my lip balm and I just wanted, like, I love it. And I just want to share that. Like that's helping someone. So that's a big check. But at the beginning of my business, I didn't have a platform. I had a new Instagram page. I had like a hundred followers. I get one like, I always say this, I got one like and it was my husband liking on my pictures just to be nice. Cause it felt bad for me. My like high kicks and try to motivate people. And I just thought like, if someone asks me like what shoes I'm wearing, like which running shoes, and I tell them like they're Nike freeze and I love them, I've helped someone today. Like it doesn't mean that they'd sign up with me. It doesn't mean that I had to sell them anything. It doesn't mean that I actually had to make money, but if I helped someone, I, I had a win. And that phrase, help as many people as possible today, that stayed at the top of my to-do list or my goals list every single day for like two and a half to three years. So that was always the first goal and that never changed. And then I kept writing, you know, sign up a hundred clients this year, rank to this level in my business, make this much money, go to Disney World in September, um, get like for the longest time I was like, I want rock hard abs, I want a six pack. That dream is gone. Hence why I'm having chippies, balance, balance and YOLO. Yet I still feel like I'm doing pretty good, but I just, it's crazy and I'm getting to the point, it's crazy how much your goals can shift. And so what I did is I'd write out my 10 goals, the next day, I'd flip the paper and I wouldn't look at the 10 goals from the day before and I would rewrite them out. So they might change, might stay the same, some will stick forever. Like to, to buy a house in Golden Oak was on my goals list for the past six to seven years. And so it can shift and some will stay the same and some will stick and that's okay. Like that's okay. And then you might have like one big one that you can put like an asterisk next to. So Andre still does this. And he, what he does is he writes his to-do list of the things that he wants to do based off of his goals. And at the bottom of his goal list, he writes the big one. And so for the longest time he wrote, we bought lot then and that in Golden Oak. And that's what he's, and it said this year on his, on his to-do list. I, I want to go grab the papers and show you guys like how, like years worth of papers. Cause he just uses the same, the, the pads over and over and over again. And like I said, he'll just flip the page, write out his goals. And then at the bottom he writes like the big one. So <laughs> So the week that if you guys heard my podcast or my or watched my video about moving to Disney, I said that someone was interested in buying our lot. So that day I went into his office and we were talking about it. And I just went through this moment of like, what are we going to do? Like, if this doesn't happen, like, it's our number one goal. And you know what I did? I grabbed the pen on and I wasn't mad. I just did it. And I scratched out this year and I wrote this week and we put the down payment on the lot that day, like later that day we called and we did it. And you know what? I wanted to share the footage of when we called our realtor to tell her that we were going to do it. This has become very emotional and it wasn't supposed to, but it's all real life. So it's kind of cool when you put something on your to-do list or your goals and that I'm getting to it of like, I don't write a to-do list every day. Like that's my to-do list. I do my top 10 goals, no matter what they are. And I write them out and they change every day and some stay the same and some, some of them are bigger. And sometimes I revisit them halfway through the day and I scratch a part out and I add a sense of urgency and then crazy stuff happens. But that was a huge key to my success and having those top 10 goals every single day and not putting a title on them or a certain way that they had to be written out just how does that make me feel? And that's what I wrote out. And this is my last point, my last tip to give you guys. 
It's called the daily grind. So my coaches will know what this is. So ever, so just so you guys know, my coaches get a little baby version of this pretty much every single day. So I go live in our team. We have like a team community group and I go live in there and there's thousands of people in that group. And I basically do this in a condensed, condensed version for five to 15 minutes. And we just talk about goal setting. We talk, and I, there's sometimes a lot of swearing. The, the daily grind was stemmed from something that I created for myself, where I would look at those top 10 goals that I would write out. And I would, without BS, write out three things that I could do today that would move the needle on one or some of those things, on some of those goals. Three things, not 20, not five, three tangible things that I could do today and complete today that would move the needle. Because I think that we get so overwhelmed by all of the stuff that we have to do when really there isn't that much stuff that we have to do to move us forward. We just think that there is. We're like, oh my God, I have to like post on Instagram and I have to do stories and I need to like edit all this stuff and then I need to like answer all these. You don't really, like that's fluff. What are three things that you could do tangibly, like without BS, that would move the needle on one or more of those top 10 goals that you wrote out today. So that's what my morning looks like. I write out my top 10 goals and I have three things, my daily grind. So the daily grind, I go into my team group and I always tell them my three things or three things that I'm focused on or that they should be focused on. So I've, I've kind of passed that along, which I feel like this is just a really long daily grind. And then on Thursdays, they get me for an hour like this. And sometimes Andre's included and sometimes we have guest speakers and it's just a lot. So this is part of like, to me, I'm at home right now because this is what I do. And we just, we talk about business stuff and we talk about motivation and social media and all like, like everything. We literally talk about everything. I love it. So thank you for, for allowing me to chat with you guys about all of this. But this comes, this kind of brings it like full circle. When you, ha when you write out your three things for your daily grind, by the way, I was going to call this podcast the daily grind. So if you were to write out your three things and you've, let's say you just, you have time for only one and you finish one, but the, the next day, the two others go on your list and then you add one more, but every day it's three things, simple, three things. And they have to be tangible and they have to be completable that day. Like it's not something that's like, oh, I want to build a blog. Like, no, it's, I will post one blog post today. So that's your momentum. Like you sitting there saying, I want to be motivated. What if you had your own daily grind and how, how motivated would you feel at the end of the day and the day after waking up knowing yesterday you crushed it and you checked off those three things that actually move the needle on a goal that you actually want. And I feel like that's motivation. Like you're working towards a bunch of garbage that you don't even know why you're doing it. And you're working towards a goal that you don't even know that you have. Like you're doing all of these things, basically throwing spaghetti at the wall. And I think that when you can be so clear on how you're being motivated, where your time is going, what your goals actually look like, what your schedule looks like, and the three things that you can do every single day that move the frigging needle. Do you, can you tell how hard I'm trying not to swear right now? Because those of you that know the real me and are on my team know how hard I'm trying to make this a non swearing environment. I could do an explicit, we should do one explicit podcast and you guys can get the version of Angie. You guys, my workout right now that I'm doing, quick plug for my workout, I love it. I love it. It is the first explicit Beachbody program that they launched. It is everything and my challengers that are going through it with me are obsessed with it because they are my peoples. You know what? 
I like a really hard workout. Like I, I like insanity and like insanity aside, like the crazy stuff. So it's kind of like that. But he swears and he yells at me more. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's my, it is my favorite workout program. Dead. Amazing. Which is why I'm allowed to have chips right now. Cause it's just YOLO. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy these types of videos. I know they're a bit longer, but they bring me so much joy to be able to like sit and hang out with you guys and just share like a part of my life because this is a part of my life. It's truly, it's what I do. Like this is in a nutshell, this is what I do behind the scenes that no one sees. Like this is how I lead my team. This is how I train my, my even my clients, like my challengers, the girls trying to get fit in my fit gym. They are like, they go through their workout program, but they get me, like they get me yelling at them and being like, what have you done lately? No, like you're not showing up on the tracker app. Where are you? And I can share more of that stuff, like more of the behind the scenes of what I do. And I, cause I feel like you guys often get like the, the YouTube Angie, but you don't often see like the business Angie or like the coach Angie. So if you like it, I can share more of it, but I do hope that this helped you. So quick recap, momentum, not motivation. It's momentum that you need and you need to do one thing, one small thing, and you will be so much happier. Um, assess your surroundings. Like how do you set yourself up for work? How do you set yourself up to work out? Who in the hang are you hanging out with? And assess that. What does your schedule look like? So do that pie chart for yourself. And if you cry, it's okay. Cause you might be having an epiphany that your time is going to a lot of fluffy crap. And what are your goals? What are your top 10 goals that you have for yourself? And they don't have to be smart goals. They can just be goals. They can just be something that raises your internal vibration, your bank balance. And what is your daily grind? What are the three things that you could do to move forward, to move the needle on something? on that list, on those, on that list of goals. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys loved it. Um, I have a giveaway going on right now in case, in case you live under a rock or in case you're new to my channel or my podcast, I have a giveaway going on right now and I do giveaways every single week. And if you guys could, if you're not listening to this on the podcast, or even if you are, would you go leave a rating under my podcast? Like, uh, I think you can like do like the stars and you can leave a rating. Please make it nice. If, if this was helpful, please make it nice. And I will be selecting the giveaway winners this week. Do you want to know what it is? It's ridiculous. I got the ColourPop Midnight Masquerade Disney collection. So I got like the palette, the It's a Ball makeup bag, which is beautiful. And then I couldn't figure out which one I wanted to get. So I got the Rapunzel lip matte lipstick and the highlighter dead. And the way that you win the giveaway, it's super simple, but I'm just adding the podcasting because that way I can actually check who's left a review and I can actually tangibly see names. But I always look at who the most engaged is on my channel, who obviously have to be subscribed, but who the most engaged is on my Instagram as well. Make sure that you're following on there. And on my I'm gonna add that. So that's how we're gonna choose it this week. So this is going all week long and then next week we're gonna have another giveaway. And I already know what we're doing for that. And it's going to be amazing. If you guys loved this, make sure to comment down below if you're on YouTube. Make sure that you are subscribed on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications so that you can get notified because there's videos going up every single freaking day. And I don't know why I said it with a weird accent. Make sure that you guys are following on Instagram. And that's that's pretty much it. And I will see you guys tomorrow. And I love you very much. Thank you. Let's go.